Hey guys, thanks for joining. Oh boy. It worked. I wasn't scared until about two minutes ago and I started shaking violently. Oh, oh I was so sorry. Okay. I know it's like, oh, oh, it's time. Yeah, I'm on. Well, I'm grateful that you're here anyway. This is Cheryl. She is a really sweet friend of my mom's. So I've kind of known about her all my life. Yep, and yep, yep. <laughs> she's just... Um, really sweet to be here. She reached out to me and she just was like, I'm really nervous to do this, but I really want to share something about your grandma. And I was like, whatever you want to say about my grandma, I would love to hear. So I invited her on. <laughs> okay, I'm going to let you just introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you and your family quickly, and then okay. we can jump into the story portion. Okay. Um, I'm a mother of four children and a grandmother of six, no, of 12, sorry, six grandsons and six granddaughters, and a great-grandma of one sweet little boy. So um, married for 45 years, and that's about all about me. I'm just retired and home and enjoying it. Oh, yeah. Remind me what you did before you were retired. I did daycare in my home oh, for 38 years. Yeah, yes. I remember now. And I miss it so bad. I loved it. So. Yeah. Yeah. You're, I remember that now that you say that. But long, that's so long time we did that. So. Oh, oh, so fun. Okay. I'm just going to let you, I don't know where you want to start oh. or whatever, but. Okay. I'll just start welcome. when I was younger okay. and how I worked into okay. that. So um, I lived with, I mean, I had five brothers and sisters and we lived in Kearns and my parents uh, took me to church for the first few years of my life. Does that pop up on the screen, that writing? No, okay. Anyway, um, there we go. They got divorced, and uh, my mom, well, let's not get into that. Okay, I went to church, and then <laughs> I had a really special feeling about being in church. And then, gosh, my, my mind's going a million miles. So when my, when my parents got divorced, my mom left us. About I was eight years old, and she left, and my dad raised us. And we were on our own as five kids, kind of, because he was working three jobs. And so I was kind of a latchkey kid, but I hung around with some pretty tough kids. Not bad, but, you know, I was a tomboy, let's put it that way. <laughs> but I still had this feeling that I needed to be at church. So I started going by myself, and I was about nine. And I would sit in the very back row because I was embarrassed and I didn't, I mean, my, both my parents smoked, so I probably didn't smell wonderful, but I wanted to be there desperately, so. Um, a lovely lady came back and sat by me one week, and that was your grandma, and she said, I want you to come to church with us, and I want you to meet my daughter, and I said, okay. I was a little <laughs> shy, so I walked to her house, because they just lived down the street from the church, and... <laughs> Your grandma opened the door and she said to Janet, which was your mother, she said, I want you to meet Cheryl and I want you to be friends. <laughs> and the thing I remember the most is your Janet grabbed your mom's skirt and she said, she's mean, mom. Uh-uh. I'm not going to. She was afraid of me. <laughs> Janet, Janet's probably on there. She's like, oh, she's, she's tough. So we became friends over the years, but well, over a few months and we... I've been friends ever since but there was seven of us that were friends and we to this day are still very very good friends we did everything together we walked to school together we sang in a 
in a group together. We, we did everything together. But, um, where am I going with this? Anyway, her getting me into the church has brought me to where I am today and who I am today. And I couldn't be more grateful for your grandma. Mm -hmm. um, wonderful lady, and you know that. But um, always accepted me for who I was. Um, but because of her, I uh, could face a lot of things that were hard for me. And um, what's I gonna say? when I was, um, I'm kind of going in a different route right now, yes. but when I was 58 years old, my, um, I went to a party for my aunts and my aunt pulled me aside and said, I need to tell you something. And I said, okay. And she said, your dad is not your real dad. So that came as the biggest shock of my life. I mean, my dad was my dad. I didn't know he wasn't my dad. But um, I think through having Christ in my life, I made it through this. It was hard. And I contacted, I found out who my dad was because my mom had left us for this man. And uh, I asked him if he would do a DNA test, and he did, and he was my dad. But um, anyway, my mind's going. Through him, through this, I was able to make this through, but I've faced a lot of hard challenges, a lot of health problems. But through Christ, I know this is where he wants me to be. I'm going through these challenges for a reason. We all know that. Um, it makes me a better person in who I am. So, But oh. because of your grandma, I'm where I am today and so grateful. Oh, that's really sweet. It was funny when you said like that my grandma came in <laughs> and said, I want you guys to be friends because I could totally. <laughs> oh, yeah. You will be friends. Yeah, you, will go, you guys will be friends. And, you know, when so. we sat in church with your grandma, we couldn't we couldn't move our legs she put her hand on our legs to be quiet you know <laughs> your grandma had such a testimony of the gospel and your mom told me that she studied the gospel like for what 11 years or something before she joined yeah. really that's i mean that lady was the most wonderful lady that i attribute everything to her and yeah. not only her my other friends the seven friends took me in their moms took me in so i had a lot of moms to take care of me because mine wasn't there mm -hmm. and just that they took me in was such a blessing and helped me through my whole life so so have any of your other brothers and sisters did they ever end up going back to church with well, you or how no, was that? Me, older my older sister um she got married in the catholic church okay and then she decided that she needed the gospel so she actually went through the temple and and took out her endowments and everything and then she passed away but which has been really hard for me too but um my other sister went through the temple but i don't think for the right reasons and i shouldn't say that but, but my other ones no they haven't they didn't have a choice it was just me basically by myself growing up so. well that's a hard thing to do by yourself so good for you <laughs> well thank heavens for your grandma and for the friends i had so yeah, that makes a huge difference. The love and friendship that bring people in, you know? Definitely. So my little boy, our little boy, was just baptized on Sunday. And he invited one of his friends to his baptism. And it ended up just not his friend was there, but like his whole family basically was there. Aww. His mom and older sister couldn't make it because they had 
to like do ballet stuff or something but I thought I just thought that was incredible that like just inviting one friend like made an impact on his oh. family coming with him you know I, and I mean look at just because of your grandma I was sealed I'm sealed to my family that you know that affects so many generations yeah. you know down the line I mean so many people so yep yeah and like she said, my grandma was a convert to the church. She married Definitely. my grandma, and then my mom's just saying she studied four years of the gospel before. Oh, four years? Yep. She's like 11. So. Well, I'm sure 11 years of, you know, wondering. <laughs> yeah, her parents didn't even want her to come to Utah, and so, yeah. It, it's been and she married quite young, didn't yeah, she? Or did she? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, I could, my mom could tell you, but I think she was like, wasn't she like, 18, 19, mom? I don't know. And let me tell you about your grandpa. That's what stands out in my mind. You know how wonderful your grandpa is. That man would take us toilet paper in the middle of the night. He would do, then it's like, we're going, and he would take us, and we'd toilet paper. We had so much fun growing up. I wish I could sometimes go back to those days. We really had a good time. And also, I've got so many friends around here, and I've made through work, and... It's just so amazing what the gospel, the peace it brings to me, because there is, your mom talking, yeah. it brings a lot of peace um, to my life, and I'm grateful for it. So. Well, I'm so grateful. My grandma's birthday is coming up next Sunday on the 19th. Oh, or, it is? The 18th, not the 19th. I was reading. But, yeah, the 18th on Sunday, and so it's pretty special because our little, our other little boy shares a birthday with him. Really? So. That's another hey. story for, I'm going to tell that story at the end of this month. So oh, cool. that's exciting cool. too. Is that your but littlest, your youngest son? No, well, no, he's um, the middle okay. child. And then I have the two un under him. But. He's kind of right smack in the middle. Yep. You know, I have a saying in my kitchen that I look at every day and it says, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Oh. I love that. Oh, true. I mean, these times are so hard, and I watch, I worry so much about my grandkids and my kids, and, but if we have him in our life, we'll be okay, you know? Yes. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. <laughs> that went really fast. No, it was great. I'm so grateful. It, it just means the world. I hope everyone on here realizes what um, influence you can have on those around you. If you see someone sitting by themselves, you know, whether it's anyone, an older person or a younger person at nine years old, like, wow, that's incredible. Um, let's just reach out and things like that. There's experiences in my life where I remember being impressed. Like, like I was looking out my kitchen window one day and behind our old house was a middle school and I noticed that there was this young girl and school was out and no one was around and I just noticed this girl like walking around and kind of being behind the portables and things like that and um, I just remember getting this impression like watching her for like a couple hours I think wow. and um, I mentioned it because my in-laws were over for some reason I don't know and then they left and she was still there and it was late enough like the sports was happening like soccer or whatever you know later at night the kids were coming to practice and she was still there and I'm I just had this strong impression like you need to go over there and check on her 
And I was like feeling so anxious and like, what am I gonna do? Like, she doesn't even know me. And I, my kids were about ready to come home from school. So I waited for them to come home. But instantly when they got home, I was like, Kate, we gotta get in the car and drive over to this, the junior high and go check on this girl. And as we walked around, we couldn't find her, but she was like in the doorway of like a doorway and stuff. And I just was like, hey, my dog's been barking and I've noticed you over here. I just wanted to see if you were okay, you know? And she's like, yeah, I'm good. Someone's coming to get me, oh, but oh. you know? And I was like, okay, I just want to make sure, you know? And I was like, sometimes like reaching out to people that you don't even know is very scary and things, yeah. but I don't know what happened. And I didn't see her walking around soon after that. So I'm hoping someone really did pick her up, but little things like that. You don't know what difference you'll make if you just like follow through yeah. and, you know, check on people and sit with people and we all need well, each other. Reminds me, Janet was telling me the other night about how somebody sat with you after your wreck and, you know, yeah. if people don't reach out, I mean, I'm sure you were scared to death. I didn't realize <laughs> how bad your wreck was, but yeah, just scary. to have somebody reach out, you know, um, he's so entwined in my life and all, and he is... Christ is so entwined. Like, I got in a wreck the other night, and I should have been hurt. It was pretty bad, but um, my fault. But I was fine. I mean, nothing happened. The lady, nothing happened to her, but just I'm so grateful that that could have been so much worse, just like yours, but yours was pretty bad. But, yeah. you know, I just feel so blessed. So many, so many, everything I do, he's there with me, and I know that. Yeah, well, Sorry you were in a wreck. It is not fun. It's not fun to total your car, but you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> but hey, we have a nice car now. Luckily, but, yeah, we did. And yeah. it took a while. That process of looking for cars, I'm like, oh, please. It came and took mine yesterday, and I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I uh, yeah. car. I can't go anywhere. Yeah. I guess I can stay at home and clean. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can come. Oh, wait, you can't come and help I me. Can't come <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, someone's saying that you are also really good at reaching out. You know what? I think when we've been reached out to, I think we, like, our testimony grows of that, too, and we are willing to reach out to people. And I was just going to say, the lady that did stop and sit with me while we were waiting after my accident, I could tell that our views on things and our personalities were, like, totally different but it really didn't matter and like I, i'll just say this like she came up to the window and she probably dropped the f-bomb like three times <laughs> in that short time and i just kind of smiled and i'm like how sweet of her you know <laughs> and then when we got in the car we just talked and we you know even if things are different like you were just saying that you were like a little like not harder kid but what did I you was. say i don't know but anyway, you know what I mean? And um, sometimes those are the people we need to reach out to and just talk to. And we can still become friends. And, and like I say, you know? I smell like cigarettes, I'm sure. Yeah, and so. And some people yeah. probably like, ooh, but you're not your grandma. But Janet's telling me <laughs> to talk more about my biological father. I'll tell you a little bit about him. Okay. When I was younger, and I forgot about this part, when I was little, or before my mom left us, this car used to park out in front of my house all day. And it used to scare me. I'm like, who is this? But I would go look out and my mom's like, get away from the window. And I never understood that, you know? 
But come to find out, it was him. Oh. He was probably trying to see who I was, mm. you know. Because later when I did meet him, he said, I said, do you know I'm your daughter? And he goes, I figured you were. But he didn't know. My mom did not tell one person except my aunt. And my aunt took her to um, to see if she was pregnant. And she was. Okay. Her sister didn't know. My grandma didn't know. Her brother, they were all totally shocked that, that she never mentioned it to anyone. Yeah. But throughout my life, my mom would say, I'm not your mom. Just, she was hard she was hard and she'd say and your dad's not your dad and that didn't I just figured she was being mean because mm-hmm. <laughs> the next day she'd go yeah she I, I am I am your mom I'm like no I know that <laughs> and your dad's your dad so on her deathbed she wrote me a letter and she said to me I just want you to know your dad is your dad so to me why did she not come clean with that you know and then when I found that out I thought it just didn't make sense to me but yeah. I'm glad I found him. I'm glad I know where, who I belong to. And he's got a lot of health problems that I do, which explained a lot of things. So he's, he's got poor circulation. He lost his leg. And I've got, you know, just stuff like that. So it's been really nice to, um, and I've talked to him. We go up and visit him. And uh, I know who he is. So it's kind of nice. That is nice. Yeah. I always like hearing stories that are just like, yeah, we do see each other now, you know, and. That Christ that, is there and able to make the mend, yeah, you know? Yeah, my daughter t- called me last night and she said, uh, Mom, I don't know if you realize, which I didn't. She says, Wade is my great-grandson. She goes, he's got a great-great-grandfather. She says, we need to get together and get that five-generation picture. Because that's oh. five generations. That's pretty neat. Yeah. You know, so I've got to get up there. He's 92 before he's not here. Yeah, and, do that. Uh, get that picture. So, yeah. That would be awesome to have. I never <laughs> dreamed I'd ever be a great grandma. You know? <laughs> I know. You said that, and I was like, oh my goodness, yeah. I didn't realize. It's so weird. But I've got my oldest grandson's almost 25, and our youngest is, um, how old is? Two and a half, Brooks. Yeah. So, we have we have like two groups of grandkids the older ones and the younger ones. And yeah. So much fun. They're my life. So much fun. I'm so glad. So. Um, question Do you. No, like, so the rest of your siblings, you had five brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Are you the only one from that biological father or the rest from yes. your other dad? Yes. But then um, my mom, my dad and my stepmom oh. had a son. So I got brother. And then about 10 years before my dad passed away, a girl knocks on the door and she says, I'm your daughter. So he's got another daughter there. And I actually have been really close with her. So we, oh. we talked and everything and then that's how I kind of figured that I better look in to see now what am I going to go there oh after I found out my dad wasn't my dad we still remain friends but it was really hard for me to know that she was my dad's child and I wasn't you know yeah and it's hard for my brothers and sisters to say you're my step sibling that's hard to do because yeah I've never you know you just don't ever realize that oh I don't belong to this family (laughs) but I do but you it's, do, yeah. It's still, I looked on the genealogy, how you, you can read that, and it's, I'm put in there, somebody put my name with my mom and my biological father, and I don't like that. <laughs> so I'd rather be, I don't know how you go with that, you know. Yeah. I guess it doesn't matter. But yeah, it's just. I'm like, no, I want to be here. Yeah, it's 
one of yes. those things will, that will all be figured out, right? I think so. That our minds can't comprehend yeah. here, I think. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that yeah. wonderful story. Awesome. Bringing light to my sweet grandma because she plays a very special place. Oh, in heart. All, my, all my grandparents do, but I am yeah. named after her. And yeah, Janica very, Ann. very special. Janica well, Ann and Betty Ann, right? Is that what yeah. you did? Cool. That's right. I was just going to say one more thing. Do you know that picture? I've got it here, but it's huge. Where Christ is reaching into the water. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah. I, I always interpreted that as him. We're reaching, we're reaching up to him to, to pull us up. Or it could be the opposite way. He's reaching down to us to help mm -hmm. us up. It doesn't matter what we've done. He's always there to reach us and help us out. So. Yeah. I hope if anyone's listening, there's hope, and through Christ you can do anything. So. Yep, I love that. Yep, we just have to reach back and grab His hand. Absolutely. Always outstretched. Yep. So. Well, thank you, Danica. Yeah, thanks for sharing your testimony, and yep. thank you all for joining. And I will have this up on Spotify and Apple Podcasts probably yeah. just in a couple hours all here. Right. So. That's a good thing, too. Hey, thank you, everyone. Yeah. Uh -huh. See, See you yeah. later. Bye. Bye.